0: You might already have a book inside you, even if you think you don't. That's because if you've written blog posts, if you've done webinars, teleseminars, interviews, articles, if you've written anything, you have a great deal of content. So today, you're going to learn how you can turn your blog into a book. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books that have been translated into more than six languages. I help professionals, professionals, and business owners write their books as ghostwriter, book coach, and developmental editor. And today, we have Adam Homey with us, and he is going to tell you how he turned his blogs into a book. Welcome, Adam.
1: Dan, it's always a pleasure to be here on the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast. I'm honored that you had me back for another round here. I love sharing with your audience. They're fantastic people, and I'm really looking forward to this.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Adam. Adam, a couple of years ago, you wrote a book in almost record time. Tell us
1: how you did that. Actually, it wasn't exactly record time, but what I'm about to share with you and your audience, I think will save you some time. I went through a period that started right around the end of 2014, I believe it was, where I realized I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And what I mean by that is, I didn't know what business I wanted to be in. I didn't know what I wanted to promote. I had great clients and all those clients actually are still with me to this day, but I didn't have really anything to market other than weekly episodes of my podcast. So it got to the point where I began to explore, what are some things I'm interested in? What are some things I'd like to do? What are some of the changes in the environment of business that I'd like to see happening and how can I help do that? I began posting what basically amounted to almost daily rants or inspirational stories or whatever on my Facebook and LinkedIn pages. About a week or two into this, I realized I was starting to get an audience, and one of my friends said that he loves stopping by my page every day to see the Daily Adam. So that got me thinking, and I did some research. Apparently, there are a few Daily Adams out there, so I'm not going to compete with them, But I found that there was only one morning Adam, and he had gone dormant. So I purchased a a domain about the morning Adam. I put up a really simple WordPress site, simple theme with a simple caricature of myself as the logo and image. It didn't have any specific strategic plan to attract this type of audience or this type of avatar, didn't have this type of conversion goal or opt-in goal or anything like that. The commitment was I made to myself is for 90 days, once a day I was going to post to this blog. Sometimes it was copying what I put on social media and putting it as a blog post. Sometimes I'd be participating in a discussion group, found an intriguing question and answered it. And thought my answer would make a great post. Sometimes it was things that I had already written elsewhere that I was repurposing. Sometimes it was cat videos. Sometimes it was personal stories. The idea was, whatever flowed, go with it. I set up a Facebook page. I got about, I think, about 150 followers. And I used that as a way to get an audience to hook onto it and engage to it and give feedback. And that worked very well. At the end of the 90 days, I went back into the blog and I organized the posts into categories. The categories became chapters. So five of the six chapters I needed for my book, and the sixth one was actually a series of posts I'd written for another blog that I was able to repurpose. So fast forward to the end of 2016, I pulled out a notepad. I'm a, I'm a Windows user, so we use notepad. And I organized many of the posts from my Morning Adam blog in a certain sequence, breaking them into six categories. So that was the outline of a book. And then things got in the way, and I didn't quite get back to it. So the part where, part where this is going to save you time, I will summarize that at the end. So now we fast forward again. It was about maybe June 2017. I was meeting with my coach, and I told him, I got this book together. I got a lot of the content already written. I forwarded you my outline before our coaching call. And he asked me, what? is driving you to want to do this book. If you could summarize it in one to two sentences. And I said, I've been an entrepreneur for 12 years. And I see all these other entrepreneurs. And I've lived it myself, where it seems like no matter what we do, whatever we launch, whatever new opportunities we have, if we get media exposure, if the stars and the moon align, we end up making a bunch more money. By the time all said and done, We keep finding ourselves at the same plateau, same level of profitability or lack thereof, and we're still asking the same questions and dealing with the same problems year after year after year. It's like being in that movie Groundhog Day, except in hell. And bang, Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy, which became the title of my book. So I went and did research on groundhog behavior, and that created a great introduction. I then got distracted again. So fast forward to about January 8th, 2018. I was at the point where, I mean, Dan, what is, there's really only one day of the year you can release a book with the title Groundhog Day, or the words Groundhog Day, and that's February 2nd here in the United States. So I I was faced with two choices. Wait another year, or do the project later in the year but give it a different title, in which case I'd lose that story that I'd fallen in love with that I already tested on the market and found a lot of resonance with, and I might not enjoy it as much. So I went with option number three, quoting Sir Richard Branson, screw it, let's do it. I found a way to bulldoze five days off my calendar, went and hid somewhere, and turned it into a book. And then the final piece I needed was half the introductory chapter, So, what I did is by this point, I had all those chapters organized into a Word document and I did the interactive table of contents. So, I flipped on Facebook Live at random and just explained what my table of contents were, had that transcribed, and that basically became the introduction. So, we got it published on January, excuse me, February 1st, and it was available for purchase just in time for Groundhog Day. I got all those people who have been following the stories, following the blog, who had been engaging when I did posts about this project and about the articles, rounded them up, told them to go buy the Kindle for $0.99, and we achieved our international bestseller badge in three countries within 24 hours off a subcategory of a subcategory. So how do we speed this up for your viewers and listeners? It's real simple. Do what I did, but don't leave gaps. So right now, if you're in a place where you realize you have some sort of book inside you, but you know you need to do the creativity, but maybe you don't even know exactly what the content's going to be, I can, give you, I can give you a couple options, one of which is follow what I did. Just start a blog with no specific avatar, build a community around it, and post to it for 90 days. In the end of 90 days, go back and sort what you did. You can also do that slightly more slightly more intentionally, and this is how I would do it if I were doing this again, is to, and Dan, shameless plug for you, purchase your copy of Write Your Book in a Flash and follow the steps on how to create your chapter outline. Now, you may not get as far as the parts within Write Your Book in a Flash. where We come up with the three main themes and the supporting quotes and the case studies and everything else But at least identify what your primary topic areas are. So when you're writing every day, you ask yourself before you post this, does this fit into one of my six or seven topic areas or 10 or whatever it is so that it creates my chapter? So in short, if you're not sure exactly where you're going with this or if you want to start building up content to become multiple books, just start blogging. That's
0: a fantastic story and fantastic advice. Thanks for sharing with us, Adam. To summarize, you did a couple of things simultaneously. You started writing, you started doing customer research, and you started building a community all at the same time. So when your book was done, you had a couple of hundred people who were dying to buy your book and that helped it become an international bestseller. That's really clever because a lot of people wait until their book (laughs) is done and then they start marketing and uh, it's a little bit behind the scenes. So uh, it's good to know that you can do both things at the same time. It just takes some time. Uh, I like to dive a little bit deeper into the editing process. Uh, Because when we write or when we talk, we're not thinking about a book at that point. Uh, When you put all these pieces together, all these like the 10 different, say 10 different posts on marketing or 10 different posts on customer service, uh, how do you get them to all sound the same, even though they were written at different times?
1: Okay, this is not the most scientific approach. In fact, I would recommend that if somebody really wants to get scientific, engage a developmental editor to help them with this. I had the overriding story about Groundhog Day and groundhog behaviors, what they do with digging their burrows, how that fertilizes the soil, how them digging burrows in farmland actually helps protect the crops by diverting the rabbits who would eat the carrots, and also how... Groundhogs are just really not friendly creatures. I grew up in, a, in the country, and I had a couple run-ins with groundhogs. I never was never actually chased by one, but I know that if one had come after me, they would have gotten me. They had the ability to swim, climb trees, all kinds of things. Sometimes folks will attempt to have a groundhog as a pet in their house, And it never ends well because they dig right through the walls and bite into electric wiring. They are not the friendliest creatures. But at the same time, they are our allies because they help surface the rich soil that makes the grass greener on our side of the fence. So there's sort of a collaboration or a parallel there. So I took all this stuff I learned about groundhogs and I created introductions for each of my six primary chapters using some of that. And then I just went through the manuscript several times when I had the posts stacked up against each other in the manuscript, and I wrote little transitions at the end of each one or the beginning of each one. I created references to things I'd written before once I got them in the order I wanted them to. It was really just a matter, again, this is not the most scientific approach. I just went through it again and again and again. That's what three of the five days were, just reading it immersing myself in it, programming myself to think about it nonstop when I wasn't actually working on it. So for those few days, all I thought about was this manuscript, all I did with this manuscript, and just allow my natural ability to innovate and be creative to work on overdrive to help me come up with these ideas. And As far as editing, I did have somebody check it for grammar, punctuation, Oxford commas, and things like that. There are a couple minor typos in it. One that comes to mind is in one place I say, here are the three steps to something, and then I go ahead and list seven of them. So, oops, I forgot that. I have a dog-eared copy of it with, like, the four or five typographical errors that if I were ever to re-upload the manuscript, I would fix. And, candidly, I just haven't quite gotten to it because what's interesting is that – Generally speaking, your audience isn't going to care all that much. You might get that person who says, Hey, I noticed on page 87 you have a dangling participle. Okay, now you have a conversation. Where are you going with that conversation? You're going to beg for forgiveness or are you going to lead with value?
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much. There's was a lot of great information. I want to point out something else that you have there as we wrap up. And that is that you looked at Groundhogs and you found a way to segue that into your book and make it interesting. So it wasn't just another book about marketing and customer service. It had a theme and it was fun. So everyone listening, think about your hobbies. Maybe you play golf. I've had clients in my ghostwriting days and in my developmental editing uh, business who were scuba divers, and we worked that into their business or into their book. So it became fun. They actually put underwater diving pictures into the book as well. So they make, they became people, and that way they could build, the reader could build a relationship with the author. And then that became an easier way to create clients. So I want to thank you, Adam Homie, for being with us today. Tell us one more time, the correct title of your book. And I know it's a long one.
1: Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy.
0: Fantastic. The link for it on Amazon is below in our show notes. Thank you for being with us, say Adam. And thank you everyone for being with us uh, on our on our podcast. There are more episodes to watch on YouTube, more than a hundred videos with people just like you who've written books, who are sharing their tips on how they've written their books and how you can write your book in a flash. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Gennaro the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at WriteYourBookInAFlash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to WriteYourBookInAFlash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.